once again. Hello and welcome to Angie and Friends on a podcast. I Ta-da! Love, I love that I am the friend. Friends. Yeah. I'm plural. Like I have multiple personalities or something. You represent, and friends. You represent the mass amount of friends. I represent. <laughs> How do you feel as the uh, token representer of friends? Said friends. Said friends. It's actually a big responsibility yes. to be all things to all people. <laughs> <laughs> so we've brought some special guests in the studio with us today just because we thought we'd change it up. This is the this is the reality. You and I are moms and we do mom stuff. Yes. And we've already talked to my ca- child and gotten her crazy opinion about her mother. So now we get to talk to your children. Two of the five children, not yes. all of them. I would yes. be kind of nervous to hear from all all of them. You know, it might be a goal. Say but hi. I can I can bribe. You can bribe the older ones. No, I can bribe the younger ones. You can bribe them all. Yes. Say hi, girls. Hello. Hello. So this is Allie and Evie that we talk about all the time. You know, you're radio famous, right? You're like podcast famous. <laughs> that's, yeah, huh, that's pretty cool. There's going to be a lot of giggles, I think. Yeah. So we're going to find out a little bit more about your mom and Uh-oh. you guys get to answer. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, is this like a game show? It's a game show. Okay. <laughs> it's totally a game show. So here's what I want to know, because I know your mom completely differently because she's my friend, right? Yeah. Well, actually, she is the friend. Obviously, we just, right. we just established that. <laughs> so what kind of things does mom do that you know she loves you? I don't know. What? <laughs> what are some things that I you do You know that you? your mom loves you, right? Yeah. Okay, so she does things to show that. Um, sometimes gives us extra media time. I don't know. Oh, extra media time. Ding, ding, ding. Winner. (laughs) I love the way she says media time. That's a a mom word right there. Yes, it is. (laughs) We are very intentional with the word media. Yeah, because that means all things screen, right? Correct. Evie, what do you think your mom does that that shows you love? Media time. What? You're just piggybacking. Think of something else. (laughs) Don't I feed you? I was just going to say, don't they eat every day? I'm sure they eat. Is that more dad than mom? Come on. (laughs) I feed them. I know, but he really, no, he really feeds you. He doesn't really feed them. She's the one that burns the spaghetti. (laughs) So, so funny story. You guys will relate to this. When, when I used to bring your sister home, she'd say, you want to stay for dinner? And I'd say, what are you having for dinner? And she'd say, fish sticks and mac and cheese. And I'm like, Where, where's Brian? <laughs> Baloney, that is so not true. You would say, who cooked tonight? I, uh, who, or, who and cooked? how many times have I had fish sticks and french fries? When's the last time we've had that? Barely. Thank you. you know, say it again. Fish sticks and tater tots. Barely. <laughs> never. She said never. I love fish sticks and tater tots, but I can't eat them right now. <laughs> I barely, I barely make them anymore. Please leave me alone. You still I, give us mac and cheese though. So I mean, what's like the, a lot. What's the best thing that she makes? What's your favorite recipe that mom makes? Mac and cheese. Microwave broccoli. Ooh. Microwave broccoli. I, I make a pretty mean fish. Fish, rice, and broccoli. You know me. I don't like broccoli. Well, I love broccoli. I don't like fish. That is true. Oh. I like salmon. Fish is good. I'm, I'm learning. In the last year, I've learned to like fish. Yes. It's and good And she stuff. just said I like salmon. Yeah, you know, I, know. I didn't. Only I didn't, the skin. I didn't realize that. Ew! I didn't realize that <laughs> salmon doesn't taste like fish. It's pretty good. It's pretty. I good I will stuff. tell you, anything that is prepared for you tastes better than cooking yourself. Oh, isn't it that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, mom loves you because you actually eat, and you're not standing here starved in front of me. Yeah. Okay. She'll love you when she says something like, "You're in timeout." Yes. Why do you think that she still loves you when you are in when trouble? 
because she's our mom? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There are no right or wrong answers. And if there are, I'll let you know. <laughs> and we'll edit them out. <laughs> right, right. No, seriously, when I sit down and talk with you and there's a consequence, how do you know that I love you? Because you say it like a hundred times a day. <laughs> that is true. Saying I love you is very powerful. I actually had a friend. We were in Bible study together. We, we had a small group, me and my husband and, you know, a lot of younger couples. But there was a couple of older couples and they were more like mentors for us, more like grandparents. Yeah. And I remember having a conversation with my son one day who was probably five or six. And afterwards, he said to me very lovingly, he said, you know, when we discipline our children, we need to discipline them to keep them in line. But we also need to make sure that they know we love them. And that was the thing that I was not doing. I was scolding him and sending him on his way. And that really impacted me because he said it was such love. We have to make sure that our kids really understand that we love them. So, yeah, you'll get disciplined, but you'll get loved at the same time. Yeah. So I try to do that now more often. I don't have to discipline my children anymore. They're adulting. It's on them. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. There you go. All right. Who's your favorite, mom or dad? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they don't <Mama>. know. <gasps> you know dad listens to this. You better say dad, too. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that there's a difference between dad and daddy? Ooh, do tell. Well, Evie just called him daddy. Evie, do you call your daddy daddy to his face? Yep. See? So when I talk about my heavenly father, I talk about how I climb up in his lap. And when I climb in his lap, he's daddy. And somebody asked me the other day, are you close to your father? And I was like, uh, I don't know how to answer that. But I can tell you I call him dad and not daddy. So there's something very telling in that. I honor him and I love him. But I don't know if we're close. Like you and your father are really close. You he's can see daddy. that. Yeah. yeah, he's your daddy. And I can tell a person's father by that. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that because I know we as parents, we don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to screw him up, you know? Oh, yeah, we'll screw him up. But they'll screw up their kids, too, and we'll go, hmm, sorry. Right, and I can't tell you how many times I have to go to the children and say, I'm sorry, can you please yes. forgive me? And I have no problem doing that. Has mom ever said to you, I'm sorry, please forgive me? Uh-huh. You know what? Totally. That is a really, really powerful thing. That is something that I think that's not taught to us enough. But honestly, we need to be able to say I'm sorry. Because if we don't model that for our kids, who, what, you know, what are we teaching them? I, you know, there's things about being real. And as a matter of fact, I was just having this conversation with a friend the other day. When you talk about the things you've done as a teenager mm -hmm. and how you don't want to necessarily glamorize the bad choices you made as a teenager when your teenager is asking you, have you ever done this? And that, right. right. But on my side, this is what I said. Here's what I did as a teenager. These are the choices that I made. These were bad and self-destructive choices. And here's what I was doing. I was searching for something to replace God. I was looking for love. I was making bad choices that were not healthy for me. And I regret it. Like I laid it out. Not only that I did these things. Yeah, they were fun at the time or whatever. The truth and the reality was it was a teachable moment to talk about what I'm hoping they'll come away with, which is don't be like your mother. Right, right. <laughs> you know, don't make these choices. Learn from, and I tell them that, learn from my mistakes because I'm trying to save you the heartache I've had to go through. You know, we've, we've talked about 
new beginnings and learning new things. And I feel like I'm learning certain things for the first time, because when I was younger, I didn't do it right. And I, and I love that. I love that God has got this redemption story for me, which we talked a little bit before we got on, on the air. And we'll talk about that in the future weeks, because I think this is a beautiful thing that people need to hear. And I am just about ready to teach at a singles retreat and it's women. And I think, I believe that these women at the singles retreat need to know that God wants to redeem them his way. And I had to learn that. I had to learn that God wants to love me and I needed to, to find him that way. Anyway, I'm getting way off subject. No, you're not because you're talking about your daddy and the beautiful. Yes. There's so many things. And the last time I went home to see my parents in November and there was just a release of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And we didn't even have to talk about stuff. I just let it go. And I let oh. God just redeem the whole thing. And I was so looking forward to going back and seeing my parents. And I get to do that. You know, I get an opportunity here shortly to be able to just go and be with them. And it, it it's different, but it's so much better. And yeah, this is about the back to the springtime, the renewing, the refreshing. And I love it. Anyway, I hope that I can get to that place where he's a daddy and not just a dad. Yeah. I love your dad. I would call him daddy too. <laughs> so my dad's handwriting is super, super duper messy, mooper, sloppy. Oh, like almost like so Brian, he types like a doctor. Yes. No, he still writes. But anyway, whenever he signs cards, the D in daddy looks like a W. So whenever I text waddy? him, he's waddy, wa- waddy, it's waddy. <laughs> so I always text him intentionally with a W. Because it's Waddy. Oh, that's adorable. He gives us, um, when he gives us birthday cards and stuff, he always gives us like a signature stick man. He gives you a stick man? <laughs> a stick man. He draws a stick man yeah. on there? Yep. He has done it for years. And when I was a child, the stick man's head looked like a football because my dad's <laughs> all things sports. And oh, I, that's so funny. It's adorable. So let's talk about your grandpa. What do you guys love about grandpa? I don't know. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> what do you what do you love about Grandpa? I Craig? heard I heard that you guys went over there with your cousin and spent several days hanging out with Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah, we spent um a week and we wanted to stay an extra day. Why do you want to stay with your grandparents? Why? I don't know cuz it was fun. But what makes them fun? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You have to have some answers. Do they spoil you? Or do they Uh, spend time with you? They spoil us with sodas. (laughs) (laughs) Is that healthy? (laughs) There are these weird sodas. They're like this stevia sodas. I will not drink one. Oh, that's funny. They are the best. Well, there you go. The kids are all in approval. So, does your grandmother play piano for you? Occasionally, yeah. Sometimes. So I don't know about you guys, and this may be something that happens later in life when you realize it, but when I was, I think I was in, let's see, my brother's eight years older, so I would have been in junior high. He was dating a young lady named Lynn. He was in high school, and he was dating Lynn, and I went over to her house one day, and I remember her living room was one of the the kind that's a big vaulted ceiling, but it had big windows on one end. So like the whole wall was a window, and it was just beautiful, a beautiful room, but she had a baby grand piano. And she could play. And I remember her playing If oh. from Bread, which I love that song. As a matter of fact, first time I got married, that was the song that I walked into. Okay. I love that song. And I remember her playing that. And that just, 
did something to my soul. And ever since I can, I have such a connection to music. And remember that FM radio came out right about the time I was growing up. So I started listening to the radio. I don't remember that, but go ahead. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, music has always been a huge part of my soul. And the yeah. fact that I'm a worship leader now, and that almost got quashed because I asked a pastor one time, he said, what do you want to do with your life? I was right at, fresh from a divorce. And I said, I want to be a worship leader. And he said, that's going to be pretty hard to do as a single woman. Ugh. And I, I almost gave up on my dream. But God, in his redemption. Man, I keep hearing that, Angie. But God. But God and redemption. Ugh. He has made me a worship leader. And it's just, it's my livelihood. It's my, I mean, I guess it's not my livelihood because we always say that livelihood is your income. I don't choose to do it for income. Right. But it is the thing that gives me the greatest joy is to be able to worship. And I've told him, this is my offering back to him. So here's the thing. You said your greatest joy. It's an offering back to him. Going back to children, childlike faith. This is something that resonated with you. From an early age. Early age. So I kind of want to hear from Allie and Evie. What brings you joy? What lights up your life? Well, I say all that in hopes that someday they'll remember fondly their grandmother playing the piano for them. And that's going to bring back memories of a wonderful grandma. I even remember when she just got her piano and she started playing it. My mom and her sister started just singing. It was funny because some of them were being overdramatic. <laughs> <laughs> some of them were being overdramatic. Overdramatic. But I then again, it. that is them. So they were being themselves, kind of, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your mom would never be overdramatic, ever. Well, all right, so what brings you joy? I don't know. You oh. cannot answer with, I don't know. That's okay. just not going to um, work. Is allowed to be things? Like, is it allowed to be things? It can be whatever is on your heart. I like it stuffed animals. It just makes me happy. I think that's awesome. What are some of the stuffed animals? Pigs. Stuffed animal pigs. Oh, my stars. She has how many stuffed animal pigs? Well, it's not a lot, but I mean, like, things oh, like... If you have more than one, it's a lot. Okay, well, I have like eight. Yeah, so... Okay. okay, I have maybe that many in stuffed cows. Holstein cows. I also cows. love cows. Yeah, I have Holstein cows. And I've only taken one out in I've the house that I'm in because the rest of them were packed. I've never about you. You didn't know that? Well, I know you love cows, but I didn't know you had your own personal stuffed animal collection. My bedroom, <laughs> my bedroom when it was set up at my last place, I had the cows all over my big headboard. That's I moving. Love, I love cows. Holstein <laughs> cows are my favorite. And back to childhood, when I was a kid, the cows were right there in my backyard. There was a fence line and they would be eating and I would just sit there and feed the cows through the fence. I just love Holstein cows. I just do. Anyway, what else brings you joy? Don't you dance, Allie? No, that's Evie. I can't dance. You can't dance? I, I thought cannot. you did gymnastics. You can dance or... if you want to. Wow. Don't Flashback. leave your friends behind. <laughs> no, wait. I thought you did like gymnastics or dance or something. No, we, we did. do gymnastics. We did do gymnastics. Oh, you Mom, don't do them anymore. Mom's an on again, off again situation. It depends on the season. Do okay. we do it in spring? Do we do it in fall? Do we do it but, in I mean, winter? I yes. thought maybe they found joy in doing that. I don't know. Do you? Sometimes, yeah. Evelyn? Sometimes. Okay, now you're just <laughs> copying me. No, I'm not. Well, Evelyn's going to answer first next time. <laughs> so, Evelyn, what were you doing when I came home today and you were standing in the family room? What were you doing that brought you joy? Dancing. She was dancing and singing. I am totally down with you, girlfriend. This is what I do every morning. Okay, so there's, a, there's an artist, girls. This is a little 
a little inside track for you. There's an artist. His name is Peabod. P-E-A-B-O-D. Oh, my gosh. You got to listen to him. It's rap, but it's fun. It's so much fun. They're going to love it. They're going to be dancing all over the place. I will play some music for you. I'll do it right now so that everybody can hear Peabod. What? Why are you looking at me like that? When you say Peabod, I think of Peabody and Sherman. Again, yeah. I, that's, I did too. I thought you that's said one that. Of, it's in one of his songs, Peabody and Sherman. Okay, so he's fairly new. He's on one of the labels that I really like. And I love this song. put at least one trap song on this right but it's like happy trap uh. I'm a millennial in my home studio watching YouTube videos. I grew up on Legos, Lunchables, and Egos. Not to brag, but participation trophies, yeah, I got those. That was years ago. Three past two, oh, B.A. degree, yo. Still feel like a Nino. Mama called me kiddo when I was eating Cheerios. I still eat cereal, but I am an adult. Here's the dealio. I'm grown up, but what's up with all the responsibility? I'm worried if I work in my staff on my creativity. I'm busy making my feet on this, so pleasing aesthetically. And somehow I can play for the death of the napkin industry. No one told me real life is such a mess. Why nobody tell me that I ain't the best? All of a sudden, everybody's unimpressed. I play it cool, but homie, all I do is get side. Shoot from the hip. Shoot from the, shoot from the hip. All I do is shoot from the hip. I got no idea, got no clue, so you know what, Jess? Shoot from the hip. Shoot from the, shoot from the hip. All I do is shoot from the hip. I got no idea, got no clue. Shoot. I'ma make it up as I go. I'm a PBS kid that got grown. Hold up, where did my summer break go? Somebody, anybody, tell me what I need to know. Wait, I gotta pay student loans? Oh, pay my own bill for my phone? Oh, come up with rent on my own? Oh, any chance I can leave this alone? Oh, I don't think I took a class for this. All my friends are a Reese as an activist. Never took a test, so checked off a list to be a grown up. I just took a shot and missed. And now I'm stuck in the middle, feeling weird. I'm like a kid, but can kind of grow a beard. But I don't want to work if it ain't my dream career. I am pseudo independent, I don't need a puppeteer. <laughs> You got some homie, get it through your brain I think everyone's opinions need to take a little break No matter what you say, no matter who you're trying to blame Millennials will run the whole world someday We are not the worst generation ever When did we start any world wars? I'm never What kind of standard are you even trying to measure? We own the internet and our music ain't clever Growing up is hard enough without your guilt trips We don't gotta be the same as you to get it I know it might seem like we don't always have a grip But it don't matter cause we know how to shoot from the hip Shoot from the hip Shoot from the, shoot from the hip All I do is shoot from the hip I got no idea, got no clue, so you know what, Jess? Shoot from the hip, shoot from the, shoot from the hip. All I do is shoot from the hip. I got no idea, got no clue. Shoot. There you go. Shoot from the hip from Peabody. I hope you enjoyed that. I totally enjoyed that. Now, listen, 
you ask me why he's not here for like Rock the Lake and such. It's because he's not a core artist of our station. I, I've played some of his music before on the air just because it's fun. He's got one out called Love Everybody, which I think is a great message for today. But he's not one of the kinds that is a core artist because he does a little he does rap. And we don't do rap necessarily on our station. <laughs> Only when Angie in the morning plays it. <laughs> well, maybe we need to have an Angie and Friends concert, right? Maybe. No, I, I just, I think that your girls would really like his music and it's faith-based and it's light rap. It's not the heavy stuff. It's it, not the it's stuff all, my boys like. Maybe not. And it's no. happy. It's so happy. Every tune that's on this track. It made me laugh. It made me laugh. It made me giggle. And some of the stuff on that song, hilarious. So true. (laughs) So true. He's got a song on there about his girlfriend being a Jesus follower and how, you know, how he met her. And it just, I love it. I love it. Well, the girls obviously liked it, too, because they they were were dancing. dancing. (laughs) Well, everyone was dancing. I was just sitting there. You were just sitting there looking cute. So dancing obviously gives the girls joy. Do you like hanging out with your siblings and your parents? Is that something that's fun and gives you joy? Yeah. These one word answers. Have I not taught you well? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's only one sibling I normally hang out with. Well, two. Evie and Evan. You hang out with Evan? Yeah. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> no, I think that's really sweet because, you know, brothers hang out together. I figured Ian and Evan would hang out together. Evan makes his rounds. He does? He's the middle child, isn't he? He makes his rounds, and when he's done loving on, and I put quotes, annoying, <laughs> then he moves on to another sibling. Listen, he's the middle child. He's the bridge. He has to understand the great value in being the middle child, because middle children have it tough. We're where, working on it. Where do, you, where do you fall in the birth order? Well, there's four of us, and I'm number three. Okay, so you're kind of a middle as well, almost. I'm more of the middle child than my second oldest. Okay, yes, that's exactly what I have. It's almost like two older. It's almost like two. So I have that exact same thing because there's four years between the oldest and the second oldest. So when Josh comes around, I see my middle, my second child acting like a middle. But then when Josh is not around, he acts like the older. Right. And that it swaps. He doesn't think that happens, but I watch it and I see it. But Cassie is my true middle. Okay. And she is the bridge. She is always, I told her, you are that bridge child. You have to be in that, you know. I've got that song, Bridge Over Troubled Waters. No, it's I'm, not Troubled Waters. <laughs> not just your, no, I'm not saying for you and your kids. I yeah. was thinking about that for my Evan too. But it's true that it's a very important role. And middle children always get overlooked because the baby takes all the take that. You know, the first child's the first child and the the baby gets all of the attention. Have you ever watched the guy that does all of the um, the birth order videos? Oh, so funny. I'm going to have to show it to you. His name is TJ and he does all these birth order videos and they're so funny. I send them to my kids all the time because it's totally them. Totally them. Did you not hear my girl say we limit our media time? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, you'll have to send them because I'm not familiar with. Yeah, that. it's it's pretty funny stuff. And yeah, I can put a link to that on our episode page. Oh, that would be fun. So I have a question for Evelyn, if I may. So Easter, what did we do together or I tried to do with you that brought you great joy? Making a cake. You made a cake? Yuppers. What'd you make? An Easter cake. Okay, it's an Easter cake. You made an Easter cake, but what is it? What flavor was it? Chocolate and vanilla. Oh, wasn't like carrot for like, you know, the Easter bunny? We should have <laughs> we should have opted for the vegetable in the cake, yes. But why did you choose chocolate and vanilla? 
Because I didn't know which one to do because everybody liked chocolate, but I like vanilla. So half the cake was chocolate and half the cake was vanilla? Yes. Wow. And then what about frosting? Was it chocolate and vanilla frosting? No. What was it? Well, tell me what it was. White. It was white. Uh-huh. Vanilla. Okay. It was vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Evie is the queen of one word answers. Oh, that is beautiful. Those are bunnies. Are those all of your bunnies? Wait, those little ones, there's six of them. You got something to tell me? So Evelyn put (laughs) a large bunny on the cake. Who is the large bunny? The mama. And then what else did you do? Wow, what's she saying about you? The little... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. And the dad was at work, and the little bunnies are the babies, and then the three ones on top are the teenagers. Why so many babies? It's not, obviously, it's not your family. Because bunnies have a big litter. (laughs) That's true. Yep. Yes, we do all know about bunnies. (laughs) Yes, but you'll get a kick out of this. She was so upset she wanted to make a cake from scratch. And I'm like, ah, mom doesn't do that. So I got a box cake. And then she was upset because I bought pre-made frosting instead of from scratch. So I love her heart. Wow, that was a mom fail right there. I know, I did the best. Hey, we need it. (laughs) Why is that so funny? I don't know. (laughs) Because I said your mom failed. I know, I know. Hey, I, f- I fail as a mom all the time. Truth be told, it wasn't a mom fail because we actually did it. Yes, you did. Thank you. You, sp- you spent time together. Yes. Do you know, I have a friend. His name is Kibby, and he does this YouTube show called Cooking with Kibby, where he and his daughter always cook. Yes, you told me and, before. And it's, it's great because he says memories are always in the kitchen, always. And when you're cooking with your kids, you're building great memories, and you're teaching them valuable skills. That's probably why it's daddy. Because he does great with the kids in the kitchen. Daddy does great in the kitchen, yes, period. I, so I'd like him to teach me a few things, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but it is good. It is a good thing to do. And especially for your boys. They boys have to learn how to cook. Can your brothers cook? Ian can, but Evan cannot. You should try his mac and cheese. He forgot to put in the milk. So it was just clumpy shells. Just clumpy shells with like cheese. I th- yeah. I think that one of my kids actually made mac and cheese one time with the wrong kind of cheese like they thought it would like, I think they put in cream cheese instead of butter or something oh my I, don't, I don't know what it was but it wasn't it wasn't so good but you know that's what you follow the recipe if you can't follow the recipe you're gonna have a problem <laughs> hey all about memories right yes do you have any baking fails that you remember over the years that you've done where it was like oh my goodness like I can't believe I did that Oh, I do. It wasn't a baking fail. It was just super, some, something super gross. So Evan and my mom were making hot dogs, and we had all this leftover food. She put noodles in the hot dog, so it's just sticking out of the hot dog with eggs and peppers, and it was just so gross. It was like... No, it was amazing. It was just like <laughs> noodles sticking out of a hot dog with eggs surrounded by it. I love that. That's, so, a, that's a depression my, food. My face is probably beat red, but bottom line Brian was working and I'm like what are we gonna eat and I saw this thing that my sister sent me where you put spaghetti noodles in hot dogs and you cook them and boil them and I was like what else do we add to it so I pretty much put anything else in the fridge and threw it all together and said here you go but they remember it don't they yes they remember it it was amazing. She thinks it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. So I did one time. It, it was embarrassing for me at the time. My One of my biggest fails is I didn't understand about potatoes being so starchy that when you make mash, when you make potatoes, if they cool, then they get really starchy. You can't really mash them after that. You know what I mean? You have to heat them back up. And okay. anyway, I had, I had made 
I had a lot of problems with mashed potatoes on Christmas Day because I did it all wrong. So that was my big fail. My kids will tell you all the time that if it wasn't burnt, then it wasn't from mom. <laughs> that I burned everything. And I still do. I burned my cauliflower the other day, but I actually liked it burnt. I think I might do it again. Ew. I have a toaster oven and I burned the cauliflower. It was little black pieces. It was awesome. It melts in your <laughs> mouth that way. Ian likes burnt popcorn, so every time my mom burns popcorn, or my dad, either one, he's just like, I am eating this. It's like, hey, Ian, do you want some burnt popcorn? He's like, I'll take it. The worst part about burnt popcorn is the smell. Oh, it's like the burnt part. Oh, yeah. Oh. But yes, the smell. That can stick in your house for a long time. Yes. As a matter of fact, it was banned at one of my previous offices. I think we talked about this before. Because they, yeah, tuna and popcorn, they were not allowed to have for for lunch. (laughs) Because both of the smells lingered in the hallways and nobody appreciated it. Anyway, our time has come to a close. So gals, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Nicole, it's awesome to have the girls in today. It was fun. So who do we get to have next time? We have to prepare one of your other children to come in and talk. Maybe the boys. Why me? Because my children don't live anywhere around. And you've already talked to my daughter. Oh, you want to get them on the phone? Yeah. Okay, we could do that. Sounds like a plan. Anyway, if anybody would like to comment or ask us questions, or maybe even suggest a future show, we have an email address. Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. Thank you very much. And until next week, we'll see you guys. Bye. The Shine FM Podcast Network.